Hey guys, welcome back to Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. We hope you have enjoyed the season so far, and today we are recording episode four of our podcast. Our topic today is talking about being a Christian in college and balancing a workload along with the relationship with God, and not only that, but finding contentment in college as well. All right, guys, let's get off topic. Hey guys, so excited to be back today. We haven't recorded in a hot second, so it's really nice to be back and recording. Um, We're going to do a little recap of our Thanksgiving break. Um, So I had to work there on Thanksgiving, actually, but I did get to go for like an hour and eat some food, which was nice. And then I worked, and I actually had a pretty good time working with my co-workers, and that was fun. And then I had to wake up super early the next day to go Black Friday shopping, but I went with my family. We go every single year with my sisters and my cousins and my aunt and my grandma. And we always go to Red Robin after we're done shopping or, like, in between, and it's so much fun. And we literally have so much fun and die laughing. So that was great. And then Saturday was literally the best day of my entire life because Michigan Wolverines beat Ohio (laughs) State. And it was, I swear, when they scored that final touchdown, I think I teared up a little bit. My sister was running around our house screaming. My grandma was with us for the weekend. She's sitting there. She's just laughing at us. My dad's laughing at us. We were literally screaming. It was the most anticipated game of the entire year like every other game we're like okay we're gonna win but this one no we were not sure so that was literally so much fun and then the rest of the night we played card games with my other sister and her boyfriend and um, my mom and dad and that was so much fun and then I went to church this morning that's fun. I had a fun family Thanksgiving. Um, we had like our traditional family dinner all together. Um, and then I worked Friday and Saturday, which was actually really nice. And then I did go Black Friday shopping with my mom on Friday. Got some cute Christmas things, Christmas presents for my family and friends. Um, and then I had to do some homework. <laughs> I had to catch up on homework because I have a big paper due soon. But it was just a fun break from school, just taking time to see some friends, hang out. Oh, and then on Saturday, I went downtown Ludington for the fun Christmas parade. It was kind of lame, but (laughs) for the kids, it was cute. Now that I think about it, it used to be so much more fun when I was younger. But I went with my friend Faith and my sisters, and we then watched a Christmas movie afterwards. It was just a fun weekend for me. Mm -hmm. Is it really a Christmas movie, though? I mean, technically, (laughs) it wasn't a Christmas movie, but I watched it anyways. See, some people will argue that it is a Christmas movie, and I'm like, I feel like barely watched it, and I'm like, this is not... When I think of a Christmas movie... Die Hard is not what I think of. <laughs> like, you think of happy, like, snow, and just, like, you know, a family. Like, cute. You don't think <laughs> I can tell hard. you I hated every second of it. Faith was like, it'll be funny. It's just Nathaniel wanted to watch it, too. And I sat there, and I, you know, I was like, wow, this is the most stupid thing I've seen in my life. But regardless, family time was still nice. It's all about the memories. Yeah. All about the memories. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we're going to start to get into our topic. Um, we're going to talk about our own experiences in college. I am currently a freshman at Muskegon Community College, so I've only been there for a little bit, but um, it's definitely a lot different, a lot more different than it is being in high school because for me personally, I knew every single person in my high school, so I'm going from 
literally growing up with people and knowing every single person for the most part in my school to go to going to college and knowing like no one and I only have two in-person classes which thankfully in one of my classes I have somebody that I went to high school with so I I know her shout out to Katie because she keeps (laughs) me sane in my biology class but other than that I mean I have another class where I kind of know someone but it's definitely a lot different it's it's harder to make friends for me personally because I mean being a Christian let alone is hard because there's not as many of us as I'd like there to be and I'm also such an isolated person where I don't I'm scared to go out and be like hi (laughs) like and especially if you don't know like what that person's like like they could not be Christian and you could be trying to make friends with them and they're like you want to go out and smoke some weed? And I'm like, no. Um, blah, blah, blah. Anywho, but yeah, it's it's a lot more difficult. The workload, I think, can be a lot more, but in the sense, it's more like they give you bigger projects where it's like it lasts you like the entire week and you have to remember to actually do it where I'm a procrastinator, so that helps me literally not at all. Mm-hmm. Me too. I procrastinate way too much. I think... For me, I'm technically a sophomore in college right now, community college, Um, and for me, college has not been the best (laughs) road to take. Um, Just personally, I don't enjoy education, just like sitting and reading books and kind of just getting it done this way. I'm more of a hands-on learner, so Mm -hmm. my first semester of college was like just really hard. All my classes were in line, and I was just super isolated and very lonely during that. But kind of growing from, like, first and second semester now into my second year of college, I have, like, I've learned a lot, and I'm thankful for what I have, like, taken class-wise. But just the community-wise, it's been very little. Like, it's called community college, but, like, I haven't met any of my community, barely, except for, like, a couple people in my two in-person classes that I have. But I think for me, like, college has been a time where God's, like, given me the opportunity to grow and to fully trust in Him instead of just trying to rely on my own strength Um, because college is hard for me, and I think um, learning is incredible, and I think education and, like, being well-rounded is so good for you. But I don't think, like, online classes are the way to go, at least for me specifically. Like, sometimes they're more convenient, but it is also just, like, you're sitting on your computer at home. But I think... um, I don't know. For me, college has been definitely harder than I was expecting, but it's also been very beneficial. At least this semester, I've learned so much from my classes. Like, I've been taking a lot of business classes and how to work with, like, customers because I've been doing a lot of customer service jobs. And so that's been exciting to learn. And, like, photography, too, I've been taking that. And just being able to learn practical skills for, like, you know, future career ideas, but I personally don't know what I'm doing in college kind of right now. I'm just kind of taking some classes. I haven't really declared my major yet, so that's been the hardest thing for me um, is not knowing what I'm doing. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, it's kind of exciting, but it's also scary not knowing what I'm doing because I feel like so many people are like, what are you doing in college? Especially after high school, when you graduate, you have your open house party, everybody comes, they give you all the cards, and it's so exciting, but they're, what's your plan? What's, what are you going to do in college? And, you know, as an 18-year-old kid, you're like, I have no idea. And it's such, like, a big part of your life. Like, you don't, 
you could be choosing this path and waste all of your money on this and be like, wake up one day and be like, I actually don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. And you're like, I don't want to tell anyone, but I mean, you have to do what's best for you. But it's scary. Like, that's, it defines such a big part of your life. Like, even though you don't realize it, it's, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I think, like, for college especially, like, going from high school to college, especially for me, because it was directly online, so I'd never done, like, Canvas or learned any of, like, the online class type of thing before, and so I was, like, from doing, like, high school work and being hands-on and doing that to, like, only online and barely seeing anybody. It was so crazy learning how to do that. (laughs) The first week of my first semester, there was, like, this cyber shutdown because there was, like, a horrible storm that cut out all the power at the school, and I was also about to drop out the second day of classes because I hated it so much. I was like, Mom, I'm dropping out. I hate it. I was ready to, like, click the unenroll button, and then my computer shut down, and I was like, okay, God, I guess this is a sign. You want me to slow down? I'm not just going to drop out the second I, like, hate something. But it's definitely, like, crazy seeing where I've been in college versus to where I am now and, like, how much I've grown from that. And, like, what you said is, like, how defining it is because you can go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, but I I feel like people put so this huge, like, stigma around college. Like, either A, you have to go or B, like, it's just so much pressure, and it's kind of what you were talking about, how we need to just, like, slow down and, like, be be graceful with ourselves and, like, our decisions that if we do wake up one day and be like, okay, I guess I don't want to do that, that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And to change, like, if you feel like this is what's best for you, then that's okay. Like, I know, I mean, some people can't do that financially, but I think college is all about... It's a huge learning type of experience, I believe. It's giving you the time and the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's giving you the opportunity to meet all of these people and experience learning in a different setting and in different ways. I think for me personally, like my biology class compared to my biology class in high school is a lot more hands-on and I've been able to learn more from that class than I have from my actual high school class. So I I think it's, I mean, it depends on your class or not your class, but it depends on the college you go to. But I think you have lots of learning opportunities, not just education-wise, but, like, experience-wise. Because there's a lot of things that I've already gone through within my first semester. Like, I'm about to take my exams in about two weeks and be done with my first semester, and I've already learned a bunch of different experiences just from my first semester. And the fact that I'm going to be learning a bunch of other experiences for the next three and a half years or so, mm-hmm. which it's it's all about what you do with those experiences and how you kind of handle them, I believe. But mm-hmm. that's just my take on it. I also think is like when, when you're deciding what you want to do in college, like what has God specifically called you to? I know uh, like growing up a Christian and like always being in church and going to a Christian home, like obviously I wanted to go to a good like the ideal dream is to go to a good Christian school. But sometimes like financially, that's not possible. Or even starting out at community 
excuse me, community college is so wise to do because it's like if you don't know what you're doing, you're able to just begin there and save some money. But for me, I never felt the calling to go to college. <laughs> when I graduated, I was like, Mom, I hate school. I don't want to go to college. Like, I love to learn, but I hate just like, I hate doing homework. I hate doing projects. I just am not like a school person. I'm so practical and I like experiences rather than just sitting and reading. But I was really, like, wrestling with what I should do because I was like, okay, God, this is, you know, the next four years of my life possibly of trying to figure out what I should do for school. And I kind of I kind of just left God in the dust, and I was like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm choosing. And rather than letting him um, <clears throat> kind of define and, like, put the bricks down for my path, I was just kind of being selfish and, you know, deciding what I wanted to do rather than seeking his wisdom about that. Um, and it's definitely hard, like, having that relationship with God be so strong when you're trying to balance so many things, like, you know, your social life, your church life, your, you know, figuring out what you're doing with work, just graduating high school, getting into college. Like, my first semester of college was really hard for me because I, I like, in my heart, I know that I really wasn't in, like, the best place like relationship wise with God. And so I was relying so hard on like the people around me to make me happy rather than um, like what God can do for me. So I was really lonely during that first couple, you know, months of college. And instead of like seeking God's wisdom and seeking after him and relying on his strength and like just asking God to provide opportunities for me to feel more loved and all that, I just became super, super depressed. And it was so hard because I just felt so alone in that. Like, Kayla and I were talking about how it's really lonely being in college sometimes. Like, we have each other, but we live so far away that it's kind of hard to feel like you have a community. And so when you're, like, you're going through college in your first couple years, it's kind of isolating, but also it's growing because God's giving you different opportunities to go to a college in person or do online things. But, like, for me, I just wasn't relying on God through the first semester, and I was just, like, I just remember being so down. And it wasn't until after my first semester of college, and, like, I had, like, so many deep conversations with my parents about you know, future plans and what I wanted to do. And the biggest thing I remember is just them talking about is doing the next right thing. <clears throat> and I think about like how little that is, but how profound it can be. Because regardless of your emotions about how you feel about school, regardless of what type of friends you have or the community that community that you are with, it's what can you do as the next right thing? You know, what can I do with my relationship with the Lord. If I'm struggling and I'm depressed, there's obviously a reason to that. And that's um, because personally, I wasn't seeking after God's kingdom and I wasn't like trying to build my relationship with him. I was just kind of stuck in this kind of sad, like part of my life, but kind of like escaping that and thinking, what's the next right thing I can do? Okay, I can get involved in my church more or I can, you know, seek good like counseling wisdom from people in my church and stuff like that but I feel like with that thing like talking about what the next right thing is it's also you how are you like taking that because some people are going to look at that and be like thinking what do they want that's the next right thing for them mm -hmm. but where in reality that's not what actually is the next right thing it's not what you want or what sounds good to you it's not about being like, you know, I really want to do this. This sounds like a lot of fun to me, but is it actually the right thing? Like, 
it's all about looking at it from a biblical standpoint and being like, is this really what God would want me to do? Mm-hmm. And w- what what am I going to get from that? And w- where is that going to take me? Mm-hmm. Type of deal. It's not you got you have to make sure when you ask yourself the question or saying to do the next right thing, make sure you're not doing it out of just like pleasure and be like this sounds like fun. I enjoy this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go do that. But is it actually the next right thing? Like is it really going to be beneficial? Mm-hmm. How would you say like even with you cuz you're a freshman like starting going directly out of high school and into college, how would you say like your relationship with the Lord has changed from high school to college? I mean, I think it's changed a lot in not more like I'm spending more time with God, which I wish it wasn't the case, but it's definitely hard to balance having, I have three jobs. I work at a clothing boutique, and now a cafe and a gas station. So balancing that along with trying to keep up with my mental health and also going to school and I'm a youth leader at my youth group and going to church on Sundays and making time for myself. I think it's definitely been more difficult for me to balance it, but I also have this more desire to. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my relationship with God has grown in a deeper level because I'm growing up and I'm starting to feel more and more like an adult. And I've had those moments where I've just like been sitting in my bed crying. I'm like, God, I just need you. Like, I don't, I don't care what it is, but I need you to help me. And I'm going to, I'm going to listen and I'm going to follow. And so I, I mean, personally for, for me, I feel like it's just grown on a deeper, deeper level. And I'm I'm doing more to try and balance out my life to make sure that I'm making more time for him because even though I'm growing a deeper deeper relationship with him, if I'm not spending the time with him, it's it's kind of like managing your flowers or your garden. If you're not sitting out there and making sure that the soil is right and getting the weeds out and watering it, then what's what's the point of having a good garden if you're not taking care of it? Mm-hmm. So um, my, my goal is definitely to make sure that I'm making time with him, just me and him, like reading my Bible and really making sure that when I am praying that I'm not just saying a quick two-second prayer, that I'm actually taking the time to spend with him. And I've also found myself, it's kind of silly, I've found myself more having a conversation with him than mm-hmm. just praying all the time. Like, I'm sitting in the car, and I'm like, God, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just need something. And I'll just, like, almost kind of rant to him. And I'm like, because, I mean, it's hard being lonely, but I also just feel like I know that he's going to hear that. And it may not be a direct prayer, but he's going to hear that, and he knows that. And he wants that with you, which I think is so—it's like a friendship. I mean, you're sitting there, and he's just going to listen. And that's the best part because, like, sometimes you just need someone to just listen to you. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, for me personally, like I said, I, I've, it's definitely grown a lot deeper, which I'm so grateful for. But I definitely have some things to work on. Mm-hmm. What about you? I feel like for me, from high school to college, I, I like, would go to youth group and everything, and I was involved in my church, but my relationship with God was just kind of stagnant. Like, definitely from experiencing the biggest part where I've grown is from this last summer and working at camp and being surrounded with 
literally 60 other college students who are all really trying to devote themselves to Christ. I saw how beneficial, uh, like, how how beneficial devotion is to your relationship with the Lord. And in that, I was really scared even after this summer. I wasn't even sure if I was going to come back to college this semester because I just, I remembered how much I felt discouraged in my first year. And I was just really wrestling with that. And I was praying, like, if this is the right thing for me to do, Lord, like, will you reveal that to me? Um, but my relationship with God has definitely changed. And I feel like I've gotten... I feel like I've grown up, obviously, like age-wise, I've grown up, but also like relationship-wise, I feel like I've kind of stepped out of that, you know, just you go to church and you have your youth group type of relationship with God. It's like you just do it on Sunday versus like applying it to your daily life. And so I loved like going through different series of my Bible and like really devoting that time to Him. But like right now, I would say it's kind of it's been kind of hard because I've been seeing a lot of growth personally, but also I've been trying to just like take that as my own being like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I like me only thinking about myself versus saying, okay, God, what do I need to do? Because right now I'm not sure what I'm doing next, but I know like God is so faithful in that and he's going to lead me. But it's just this uncertainty in my heart that's been really holding me back from a lot of stuff. And so I think there's been a lot more growth when it comes to him, like trusting him and thinking about surrendering. That's been a huge thing throughout my whole like college career from like just the beginning is thinking about what I needed to surrender. Um, but it is hard. It's been hard. But I, I'm glad that my relationship with God just didn't drop off because I've had so many friends where they come to youth group, they go to church every Sunday, all that stuff. And then everybody left for college. Like when I was, I think I was a junior going into my senior year. So all the seniors graduated out of like high school and out of the youth group. And so many people left and like, they just kind of left the relationship with God in the dust. And that always scared me because I didn't want to be like that type of person. And so I really try to stay like committed to that, but it is hard and there has been a lot of trials, but I would say my relationship with God has grown significantly compared to what I feel like it would have been if I didn't like go to college. I don't know. But yeah, I think the biggest, like the main lesson that I've been taught so far through college is letting go of control and not having control over things. Yeah. Which I'm the type of person who hates having no control over anything. Like, I went skiing and I cried my eyes out <laughs> while I'm doing it because I couldn't get control. I couldn't figure. They're like, just pizza. And I'm like, I can't. It's not working. <laughs> and I literally fell on the ground was just sitting there. Like, no one could see it, but like, I was crying and it was just traumatic. But I. <laughs> I'm the type of person who does not have control. Or, not that. I'm the type of person that needs control. Yeah. And so I think college has been a big humbling experience of letting go. And, I mean, not just the fact that I'm in college, but, like, the relationships I've gone through and meeting people. Like, I'm like, I can't control their actions and what they want and what they choose to do, but I can choose to react the way that I do Mm -hmm. and choose to continue down a path like uh for me personally I've seen a lot of my high school friends go off to college and choose to do things that I personally don't choose to do which sucks in a sense but I'm like 
I've learned to just be this type of person who's going to be like, you know what, I'm happy you're happy, but I'm not going to choose to do that. And I'm still here and I'm still your friend. And we can hang out, but I'm just not going to do that. And learning to be okay with that, which it's hard because as of right now, I mean, I don't really have one of those friends where I, who is a lot like me other than Linnea, but like she said, we live so far away that it's hard to hang out so often. And, um, but I've really struggled with finding my type of person, which can be very difficult in college because I just, it makes you feel so isolated and alone. And it kind of is tempting to be like, well, maybe, maybe if I just let this slide, it'll be okay. But I mean, I've done the most to try and not allow myself to let things slide just because I'm lonely. And I think that's the biggest thing that college has taught me is to make sure that you're sticking your ground and your values and not letting being alone or lonely or just watching other people's lives and be like, okay, well, that looks like fun, mm-hmm. but you, you're you not them. You don't know what they're feeling in that moment. They could be completely miserable, and you don't even know it. Like, I mean, I've seen some people's experiences, and I'm like that. See, I just I don't want to do that. And I also just know, like, what the aftermath. I mean, I know what it feels like, but I know the aftermath of these things, and I don't want to experience that. So I think college has really kind of also humbled me to stick my stick to my ground and stick to my values and not to let the the world of college kind of influence me mm-hmm. and not going off and partying and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Which can be hard because I mean so many kids in college do that and I mean, even at Christian colleges, like, you may not see it all the time, but, like, even the people at Christian colleges go to, like, I was talking to a guy who went to a Christian college, and he wasn't a partier, but the people he lived with were, and, you know, so it's like, no matter where you go that's going to follow, it's all about not letting college change who you are and not losing your identity in that and staying true to who you are, even if it can be sad and depressing and lonely sometimes, because you're going to be so much happier with yourself if you don't choose to give into that and just choose to stay true to who you are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, it's it's definitely hard watching people that you grew up with and people that you love going down a path that you know, where you've seen it lead to, and you're like, I wish that I could be as close with you as I used to be, but, like, for for myself personally, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And being okay with that and not giving yourself grace with that and not being, you know, beating yourself up, like, why do I have to be like this? Like, no, that's how God made you, and that's okay. And, you know, you're following the Lord and what He wants, and that's okay. And not making people feel shameful about the other yeah. decisions. Like, you don't want somebody—if you have friends that go out and party every single weekend, like, don't be like, you're a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, stick to your ground and maybe not support that, but be like, can we change the subject mm-hmm. to something else? And I think also, like, with your own— life, you can lead an example of what God calls us to do. And I think, you know, your example by being a good Christian person or whatever, or having a relationship with God that is stronger than what you see around you, like people are going to notice that it's, you know, you have to be the light of the world, like what God calls us to be. And I think, 
you know, sticking to your ground, what you said, and staying consistent in that, you know, kindness and showing what God's love looks like to people is so important. Another big thing is that has been so important in my life and that I wish was talked about a lot more was getting involved in a young adults group. I know so many young adults who feel so lonely, like 18 to 25 year olds were just kind of stuck in this rut of like, where is everybody? You know, I live in a small town, yada, yada. But I think what I've benefited from is, is I've been in a couple different young adults groups and they've been really nice. But sometimes you go to a young adults group and it's good for that season of where you are and what you wanted to learn. And then things sometimes change and it's not exactly what you want. But for me, I know like I, when I was going through my first semester of college, I was involved in a good young adults group. I built a lot of good friendships. Like I was able to see God's goodness in different ways. And that was so helpful for me because you're being surrounded by the body of Christ and you're being uplifted and encouraged. Like there's many times where I would go to young adults group and I would just break down and I would just be super emotional emotional and vulnerable in that and just kind of be honest about, you know, I'm really struggling and I'm really discouraged and this is where I'm at in life. And people would just come and they'd pray for me and I just felt so loved. And so it's so beneficial to be in a young adults group. It's sometimes hard to find those people, though. Um, I know, like, in smaller towns, it's just been kind of difficult. Like, where I live, there's a couple young adults groups. But for me, like, it's just not where I fit sometimes. You know, it's like you have to surround yourself with the people that you want to be around and who you connect with. So don't put yourself in situations just because it's the only option. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, yeah. No, see, that's a good point because you may be lonely, but don't, like, cave into those things because of it. Mm -hmm. Like, that that can be so difficult because you see everyone else having all these friends and having a good time, and you just want that so bad. And you just have to remind yourself, you know, God's got me in this place for right now, and that's okay. And, you know— just because you're lonely right now doesn't mean you're going to be lonely for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I think another big thing, like, that has benefited me in college is being able to realize how much I can serve. Like, I have been able to serve in my youth group, like what Caitlin says, she helps with her youth group. But I've been able to be a youth leader for, like, the last four years. It's been cool. I've been doing it since, like, I was younger in high school. I was like a junior leader. And then I kind of was bumped up to like being a main leader. And I think for me, that's why it really got me involved in youth ministry and wanting to do more service in ministry, specifically with like junior high to senior high kids. Like that has been where I've been so passionate and I've seen the Lord just specifically calling me to that. But I know that sometimes in youth group, at least when I was in youth group, I didn't really feel... Um, the most invested in was just certain youth leaders and whatever, pastors, whatever it is. But I kind of just felt like I went there to see my friends and that was it for a bit. And that was kind of hard for me because being a senior in high school, I was like needing that um, encouragement, like specifically with like preparing me for young adulthood and all that. But I know my impact on my students that I have now, like they're so excited to see me and I love like, I love my students. I love my girls that I have in my small group and so that has been something I have enjoyed so much is getting to see the fruits like of my labor not bragging but like seeing my students come up to me and talk to me about how they were able to talk about Jesus to some of their friends or that they invited a couple of their friends to youth group and that has been so fun for me because I can see that my impact even if I'm struggling in college and if I'm lonely or whatever like 
A, B, and C, you can list everything off that's going wrong in your life. But seeing that you're taking two hours a night, you know, our youth group is on Sunday night. So after, like, we record, I'll go to youth group and be a leader. But seeing that, like, the two hours that I'm spending to invest in my students is, like, being rewarded for them. And, like, they're able to have, kind of have, like, a young adult mentor in their life. And I think that's so important. And I definitely encourage you all to get involved in serving your church some way, if it's with youth ministry, if it's with helping the nursery, if it's with, you know, being a part of the worship team, just being able to serve the Lord in the time that you do have in college is kind of, it's just, it's kind of special. And it's like this once in a lifetime chance while you're still in your young adulthood years. But I think that's very important to get involved in. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of something that I've heard a couple of times where it's like, even though you may not have a lot of friends right now, always be the friend that you wish you had. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of going into you talking about being a mentor for the high schoolers and the middle schoolers and being that person that you wish you had in um, high school or middle school. And I think that's such such a good point is to really like think about that, be like, well, when you were in high school and you were in middle school, what what kind of person did you want? Mm-hmm. Granted, some of the kids go just to see their friends and hang out and play games and yeah. stuff like that, which which sucks. But I think you can do the most and try to find a way to kind of incorporate God into that and yeah. still try. Like they're there, so you might as well, you know, give it a try and do it in a way that they kind of understand, which I think is such a a strong thing with having, like, college students be the leaders and youth group because they're not depending on the person, obviously, but, like, with me and Linnea, we're, I just graduated last year. Linnea graduated about two years ago, and, well, technically I graduated this year, but anyhow, <laughs> besides the point. But, I mean, because we're so close in age, so we know what it's like to go through that, especially in this society nowadays. And so hopefully we can look at that and see it as an opportunity to spread out God's word and stuff like that. But I think, because uh, we're getting kind of close to the end of this episode, I feel like we should kind of move on to, like, advice for people that are in college right now, because we've kind of talked about our experiences, but what what is some really good advice you think you could give to college students that are in college right now or are thinking about going into college or just even high school students that are going to graduate in a little bit and for not only just relationship-wise with Christ, but how do you, ba- like, what's your best advice with balancing college? I think... When I when I was thinking about going to college and everything, I had so much fear in my heart. And the biggest thing that, like, kind of stole my joy was fear. And so my advice would be, like, don't let the fear of the unknown define what you are now. And don't let that, like, the unknown for me, like, the future is scary for me because I don't know what I'm doing. But don't let that define what you're able to do now. Like, your gifts and abilities that God has gifted you with now— And like what you've learned from, you know, high school and going to church and what you've grown up knowing is so beneficial to what you can apply in college, but also outside of college if you decide not to go. And then another thing I would say is don't feel so much pressure and don't put yourself through like 
the heaviest amount of pressure that you can because you see everybody else doing it. Not everybody goes to college. Not everybody wants to go to college. I didn't want to go to college, but I still did it, and I've and I've grown, and I've benefited from a lot of the things. But I put so much pressure on myself to be, quote-unquote, successful in what society says is successful versus what God's telling me is successful. And so don't base, like, your worth and purpose off of what you've learned in college or what your degree is or what you graduate with, but rather let God define that success in your own heart. And, like, don't get discouraged if you see somebody else, like, succeeding in a different way than you because everybody is different, and that's a huge thing um, that I've been learning at least this year a lot. Um, But, yeah, that's what I would say. What about you? Um, I think there's, like, maybe, like, two or three big um, main points that I could say, which one would be really managing your time I think is super, super important and getting ahead of the schedule as well. Like, I mean, I am not a big planner girl. I am such a mess. But when I do plan my week, like, it makes me feel so at peace and, like, my mind isn't all scrambled. So when I'm in class or I'm at work, then I'm. it's not like my mind is constantly somewhere else. Like, oh, where am I going to find the time to do this and that? So I think definitely make sure you're managing your time and maybe buy a calendar or something or use an app to set like reminders and stuff but make sure you're managing your time with school and making sure you're getting your homework done because I mean for me personally that I've experienced with college a lot of the work or a lot of your grade in college is just doing the work yeah So make sure that you're doing it and you're not doing it kind of like sloppy. Make sure you're doing it, giving it your all. But yeah, definitely managing your classes, your time um, in school and work and God and not making yourself overwhelmed and overstimulated and just completely overworked because it's it can be sometimes really hard to come back from that. I mean, I've experienced that and it makes me kind of like feel bad for myself so then I pity myself and I'm like okay well I deserve to lay in bed all day (laughs) which is not exactly what I should be doing which every once in a while I think it's it's good to have a day of rest but when you're constantly doing that and you're not being productive and you're pushing every single thing to the last minute because I'm a huge procrastinator and then it just makes me feel even worse and over and just stressed so I would definitely recommend making sure that you're scheduling your time and making time for God, making time for yourself, and making time for friends and everything. And just, like, join groups or clubs. Like, not just, like, Christian groups um, or young adults groups, but, like, getting involved in college because that's something I never really did in high school, and I haven't really done yet with college. But I know that there is a young adults group at my college that um, now that my schedule's kind of changed, I'm hoping to have time for that. And there's other groups. Just being involved in because you're only going to be in college for so long, and you're only going to be this young for so long. So make sure you're getting whatever experience and the best experience that you can. Um, Another advice I'd give you is kind of like what Lene was talking about, just giving yourself grace. Just because you did bad on an assignment or failed the test, it doesn't define who you are. And don't let that define the way you do the rest of the class. Because, I mean, what does that mean? Oh, so what? You did bad on a quiz. That doesn't define who you are. It doesn't mean you're dumb or whatever. It just means... 
oh, well, you made a mistake. Now learn from the mistake and move forward. Don't let it hold you back. Just learn from it and continue to move forward and do better. And you know what? If you don't do so great in a class, just be content that you pass mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't pass. So just pass the class if you can and move on from it. Mm-hmm. And then start the next class and try and give it your all. As long as you give it your all, there's no reason to be upset with yourself. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, your brain and, like, understanding things isn't something you can really control. So as long as you gave it your all, then, like, you know that there's nothing else you could have done. Yeah. That kind of goes back to, like, doing the next right thing. Like, for me in college is, like, sometimes it's so hard to be, like, oh, my gosh, I've got this huge assignment. I just have to get this done and cramming so many things. But it's, like, okay, if I didn't do well on that, I'm just going to try harder or, you know, I'm just going to try. And that's what I can learn. That's what I did. But, like, another thing I would say is um, don't put so much pressure on yourself to do it perfect because nobody's perfect. And that pressure just makes it even harder, especially for, like, when I had in-person exams, I was like, I have to be perfect. And I would psych myself out. And I I had such bad anxiety to take exams. Like, taking exams is hard in general. But then having that anxiety and, like, stress in your mind just jumbles everything up what you're supposed to be thinking yeah no definitely I feel like the like worse you if you make the scenario in your head way worse than yeah. it actually is you end up doing way 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 worse than you would have actually done so yeah just be like okay if I fail it it's whatever but I'm gonna give it my all and that's you know you can't be mad at yourself because you did everything you could possibly do right on my way, it's actually a funny story. This is a little tangent. But when I had my, I think it was second to last math exam for my first semester of college, the whole way out to community college, I was just praying. I was like, okay, dear Lord, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to do great. I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to do great. I'm going to I'm gonna finish this exam, and I'm going to do well. And, like, that's what I said. I did this little, like, I boosted my own confidence prayer. And I did really well on that exam. Like, yeah, it was hard. And I maybe had, like, five, you know, or so questions wrong. But I was like, you know what? I did great. I prayed about it, and I had the joy joy of the Lord in my heart rather than being like, I'm going to fail. It's not going to go well. I was exciting myself to be prepared to succeed. Don't go in with a mindset that you're just going to fail because what is that going to do? What is that going to benefit you with anything in the Probably world? Probably actually going to make you do worse yeah. because you're like, oh, I don't know this. So then you get to the question and you're going to be telling yourself, I don't know this. When in reality, you might actually know it. Yeah. And because you're talking so negatively to yourself, it's distracting you. Yeah. And, it, and then it psychs you out. Yeah. Um, the last point I'm going to say is make sure that you're trying to find some type of community. No, it can be extremely hard, but, like, just make sure you have someone. You don't have to be with them 24-7. Yeah. But just make sure you have someone, someone to talk to, whether it's someone that is your age or whether it's an adult. Just make sure and make sure you're finding the right people. Don't, kind of like we said earlier, don't go off and be friends with someone just because you don't have friends. Mm -hmm. Like, if you wait, God's going to bring you the right person. And, yeah. and that's kind of like with, like relationships and stuff. Like you don't you don't have to settle for this bad friend that doesn't have the same values as you and is just rude to you and kind of ignores you and pushes you off. Don't don't settle for the closest person that you have. You know, find wait and find the right person that God has for you so that you can have a good friendship. Because in the long run, you're going to be a lot happier if you wait for that friend instead of just, like, 
being friends with someone just because you're lonely. Yeah, I think, like, kind of ending it off with what you said is, like, being in community. Um, I was looking at verses um, that talked about this kind of, and I found Hebrews um, 10, 23 through 25, Um, And it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and to, oops, sorry. (laughs) And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as this is a habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I think that verse was so encouraging for me to read even like this last week because I was just kind of struggling with, man, I feel like I have no community. But then I saw that and it just reminds me of like, let us be in community with each other, even if it's just, you know, me and Caitlin meeting together for doing our podcast. It doesn't have to to be, it doesn't have to be something specific and it doesn't have to be a big group of people. Yeah, yeah. Just having somebody and that's going to really fuel you with not only life in general, but your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. I'm going to end it on this saying that there is something that I heard that I've heard multiple times from multiple different people. But your three closest friends are who you're going to be. So Mm -hmm. who you surround yourself with is so, so important. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people, godly people. And not only that, but like just kind and supporting people that are going to be there for you when you need them. Because you, what's the point of having a friend if they're just going to be crappy to you and not supportive and just veer you down a path that you really don't want to go down so make sure you are doing the the right thing and choosing the right people and not like I said settling because like I said the three people you hang out with the most is really and I've seen that myself who you hang out with the three main people that's really going to affect who you are and you're going to kind of like become those people mm-hmm. but, but yeah. yeah um I hope that you know our experiences were partially relatable or that what we've talked about can be encouraging to you um if you guys have any um oh what's the word feedback that's the word if you guys have any feedback or thoughts on this podcast please let us know we'd love um to get to hear what you guys think you guys can follow us um on instagram at off dot off t dot opic podcast um and uh, let us know what you thought or give us any ideas of what you'd like us to talk about. Um, Our next episode is going to be about comparison, and I'm excited to talk about that and what we can um, learn about that and what God calls us to be um, as Christians and how we can not compare ourselves to each other but see what God created us to be. Um, But, yeah, we hope you guys have a great day. um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed talking about this podcast. And like Linnea said, uh, if you have any questions or if you just need somebody to like talk to or just kind of rant to, like we're here, you can always message our account. And um, I mean, we've tagged our own personal accounts. Like if you want to talk to one of us <laughs> specifically, we have tagged our personal accounts in our post. And yeah, just just know that you're not alone in, in this in this ride through college, Mm -hmm. you know, it's crazy, but you're not alone no matter what. There's always somebody you can talk to and don't be afraid to do so. Yeah. But all right, guys, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.